Good afternoon, everyone. Sharice Jervis-Hill here, President and CEO of Events to Remember and PR to Remember. And I have a treat for you today. Um, I am bringing to the microphone, Mr. Donville Collins. He is the founder and CEO of VCAS. Donville, welcome to Coffee with Cher. Woohoo! Excited to be here. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to see y'all. Awesome. Well, we are happy to have you. So, Donville, we have a tradition. We have to do a little cheers, a little, you know, I have uh, water in mind. Nothing too exciting today. Anything exciting <laughs> in your cup this afternoon? I already had my cup of joe, so this is my water as well. <laughs> All right, we're hydrating, so cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you that are new to Coffee with Share, it's our podcast series where we really talk to entrepreneurs that are doing great things in their field. And uh, we always leave you with a tidbit of advice that you can implement in your business. So Donville is out here kicking butt in the events production world. So Donville, tell us a little bit about your um, about your company and how you got started. Sure, sure. So nice to meet everyone again. So pretty much our VCAS, we are a full service video production company. Um, pretty much, um, not video production, full service production company that includes video and event audiovisual production. So it's a kind of a mix of the two. Um, it's always, we've always been doing both things. And the way we got started primarily was initially helping churches. I um, honed in on my skills, helping churches in the Bronx as a young man, as a teenager. And when I became an adult, I registered a company full service in my second year of college to start doing production as a company. The primary reason initially was just to ensure that I could have tax write-offs. So my expenses <laughs> had some sort of write-off. Um, but then ultimately, it was always also a passion of mine, this field and production, and especially helping um, to knock out these productions and do them on end. So that's so funny, like, well, not funny, it's great. Churches, you started in churches and and um, I hate talking about the C word, I'm not gonna say it, but everybody knows what it is. It was just, I remember, you know, during that time you were like up and running for virtual stuff because you had been doing all of this stuff in, in churches. So you see, see how God works, Don Bell, see how God works? <laughs> it all came full circle, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The production for as a whole is like for the last three C word, it was most of our work was video production stuff and we did the event production stuff, but it was much less of it. Mm -hmm. It was video production stuff. And then when SeaWorld came around and all the organizations still needed to do their events at a high level, we were, we were like, well, we already know how to do this at a high level. So we've been doing that with churches for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, very beginning. In the very beginning, it's probably that was the majority of what we were doing. And then it kind of evolved into doing a lot of corporate video production stuff. And then after that, it was just became small and then C made it big again. And mm -hmm. now at this point, it's between event production work, which is like providing audiovisual services for events, mm -hmm. and the production work, which is providing corporate video productions for organizations or for nonprofits, is mm -hmm. 50. Um, is, okay. Is, 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 yeah. Nice. 
Okay. So, Dunville, what sets you apart from your competition? I like to ask this question because, you know, as entrepreneurs, um, a lot of times we have crossover with sometimes friends, you know, in the industry. And, and um, you know, I like to know what is your thing? Like, what is that one thing that kind of sets you apart from others that, um, that have services similar to yours? So for us, the big thing for us is it's two big things that we really pride ourselves on setting us setting, differentiating ourselves from every other company that does the same type of technical services or creative services mm -hmm. is one really focused on the end goal in mind um it's not just about delivering the technical services so sometimes even for our clients or people that we're connecting with the first time they are a little almost taken aback or confused as to why we're so deep and digging in on what is it that you're trying to accomplish in the end because mm -hmm. of what we do we want to we want to keep that in mind and everything is targeted at that if it's for you know having some impact in some sort of way or to get someone to respond in a certain way we're really focused on the end goal in mind and tailor now the service around that that's mm -hmm. one of the differentiators the second one is we really pride ourselves on not being like how most technical or creative people are and kind of knowing our industry where they're kind of, um, for lack of a better word, um, not people, people, <laughs> you know, or, or sometimes snobs or, or just, just, they don't know how to deal with people in a way where, and sort of our industry has kind of become in a way of like, if you're dealing with creative people or technical people, just expect that. You're gonna get people that don't know how to talk to you properly, don't know how to deal with you properly and all of that. And we're like, no, we're gonna be the tech company that people love working with. They, they can sit down and have a coffee, have a drink, um, go out with. We're not gonna be the company where they're like, we just have to hire these guys because they know how to do the technical work, but I really don't like them. That's really, uh, we make it very intentional to make the relationship with our team be really uh, a friendly one and something that you want to work with that person again. I love that. That's so funny. It's, um yes, you know, we're creative, but, you know, we like people. I think you have to like people. And I think to, you know, to be in the event space in some way, shape or form, I, I would think liking people would be a good start. But, you know, hey. Yeah, tech people are just kind of, and it's not like they don't want to, but mm -hmm. generally, you know, sometimes tech people, we're kind of closed off, mm -hmm. kind of closed off and we kind of in our silo. And if you're kind of approaching too much, you're kind of like, okay, here's what you want, now get away. You know, <laughs> so a lot of them kind of operate. So even when we're choosing people that we add to our team, we're very careful about sort of the personalities because we don't want someone who's going to rub someone the wrong way and it's just like that's not what i expect from you guys we really yeah. want spectrum vcast anyone you hire from us is going to be people that you like working with it's kind yeah. of you know, yeah. nice awesome okay so anything new anything uh how long have you been in business on i don't know if you mentioned that and i want to find out just you know from your um from the beginning stages anything new that you're focusing on you know this year as we're making the turn to um you know fall, winter, and, and into uh, next year? Anything new? So, um, so number one, we we have been in business since 2006. That was that second year of college. Yeah, that's it's, mm -hmm. it's about 17 years now. Wow. Um, so it's a long time. And I, I know uh, 
I, I, I look young because I am young, but I just started <laughs> early. Um, and um, in terms of like anything new that we're doing, I mean, a big thing is, is really um, establishing um, our audiovisual services more to be, because people know us well for production and especially video production because what we had focused on for so many years, but it's really making clear to everyone that we've been doing audiovisual production for events for a long time. We've always done it. Um, mm -hmm. Making it clear and, and making sort of the outcomes of some of our past clients and some of our recent clients really clear so people know that we can handle that for you and it can be improved over what you've done in the previous years. So it's that's one of the big things. And streaming overall, um, as you know, during the C time, we didn't, <coughs> people really didn't know what streaming was. Mm -hmm. Knew it as virtual events, but it was such a broad category. But we, the way we had branded our service was really to use words that people were looking for. We knew that the type of production we were doing was streaming and that it's always been that, but people didn't know that word. Mm -hmm. people. So we didn't use that word. We just used, branded our own term and said, this is what you get, that high quality production you want. This is what you get with our Vert Event Pro production service. Um, but now sort of times have changed. People are going back to in-person. We have very little, most of our event productions we have on our calendar now are, are in-person productions. Very few of them even have streaming at all. But then we still found that there's a market for a lot more streaming productions. People are still having a demand for it, but they're very targeted and they're very specific. So we're really spending the next um, few months really pushing the audiovisual branding more as well mm -hmm. as streaming services branding in a very specific targeted way and that one more from a national basis where the audiovisual production more from a local so. got it yeah it's it's amazing um having a business how you really have to just always be on top of you know your branding and 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 um your service offerings and and what you're what you're putting out there and staying sharp and you know just really um keeping everyone abreast of what's new. So, so that's why I kind of love that question. That's why I do ask that question, just because as entrepreneurs, we're spinning, we're, you know, doing 50 things, but it's important to really make sure that our audiences know everything that we're doing and, and different services that, you know, we're really trying to focus on, um, you know, for the next year or quarter and or if, however. And if I could provide any kind of even recommendation or guidance, and it, I mean, it worked really well for us. We more than doubled the company over the course of that time. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the time of the, the going into the third year, is almost triple the amount of business. Wow, previously. that's great. Right? Yeah. I, I thank you. And but I think what I wanted to sort of share, which is what worked really well, is we took a book or we took a page out of Apple's branding strategy, um, which is. Even if you're, if something becomes more of a demand and you feel you do it better or you have a very unique way of doing it, don't just simply jump in the pool of, I do this too, but I do it better than everyone. It's to take what it is that you do and completely brand it as something else and don't even refer to the term that everyone else uses. So like Apple, I remember when the iPod came out and everyone was raving, I was completely confused because I had already had an MP3 player. I had been playing all my multiple songs on it for a long period of time. I'm like, 
this is not new. Why is everyone bugging out? And Apple just refused to call it an MP3 player. They just call it, this is a iPod. The, the best thing you ever have for your music player. And I'm just like, this is the same thing, you know? And mm-hmm. what it really did is, well, number one, they did it better because I, I did know that it was a much better execution than my MP3 player, but it was essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. But they branded it and made it their own where almost not any music player was called an iPod. We said, well, let's take this service that we know has a popular name, but we're going to call it our own name. And that is what we're going to call it. Even in our contracts, we had, if you're going to refer to this service or refer to this thing, refer to it as the branding we we created for it. Because we wanted to make sure that anytime someone mentioned it, yeah, it only could, if someone searched it up, you could only find us. Yeah. And it, it sort of um, sort of snowballed in that way. So it's really to take what you do and brand it. Don't just say this is we're one of the people and we do it best. Is to brand it and make it your own, so everyone knows. Well, if you want this level of that service, it comes from you. Yeah. Awesome. That is some good advice, folks. And that leads us right into our last question, um, my favorite question. So. Um, We have a lot of folks that listen to this podcast that are uh, thinking about starting a business or might have started a new business and really having a rough time, or maybe they started a business and then they took a pause because it was too hard or, you know, they just got stuck. Um, Any advice that you could share to the folks that I just mentioned as a successful entrepreneur? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest advice I would share and I, I know this is probably gonna have one of the most impactful things because I, I do this a lot too with, with, my, with the church I do go to, what I'm a member of, I'm always encouraging people with business and things of that nature. The biggest thing I'm always talking about is to not overcalculate what you need to do next. Go at it 100%. A lot of the time, people sometimes as well, they want to sort of have a backup plan. And I think that's a mistake. In order for you to figure out how to make something work, you need to go at it 100% um, in order for you to figure it out. And yes, you're going to have some bumps and some bruises and some falls along the way, but you will learn a lot more, a lot faster in order to recover faster and figure things out. So I would say is, is don't overcalculate what you need to do next. Decide on a couple of things you're going to do or some things you're going to try and just go at it. And just like, who cares if you fall over? It's kind of like the idea of learning how to shoot a basketball well. You're not going to sit down and work out your mathematics and say the angle of the the, the whatever, the velocity. Mm-hmm. No, get on the court and start shooting. And you'll yeah. figure it out a lot faster that way than sitting down trying to figure out a calculator of mathematical science. And that's why I think sometimes we do in business, we try to overcalculate stuff. And it's just like, no, just do it. I like the term that Nike uses. Just do it. Just yeah. figure it out. You'll fall on your face, but you will learn a lot faster that way. Yeah. That is great advice. And and just to piggyback on that, it's um, this is kind of like my new thing, right? We all want to try to make everything perfect and do everything perfect. Perfect. There is no perfect, right? Yeah. So we strive, my team, and I say this all the time, we strive for excellence, right? Perfection, there is no perfection. And people spend so much time, I'm trying to work on this 
this new business brochure and it needs to be perfect. And I'm going back and I'm spending six, seven months trying to make it, you know, the right colors, the right this. You could you could open your business and had sales already, you know. So stop sitting there trying to, to kind of piggyback on what Donville just said, making everything perfect. There is no perfect. So I know like during this time, we did some things even for our continued growth and for the goals that we really want to go with. We tried some things, spent some money, like we spent like well over a hundred thousand dollars just in sort of development or trying some stuff out to see mm -hmm. if that would help the business grow a little more. And granted, <laughs> I was hurting from it. Like <laughs> that's a lot of freaking money. You know? yeah. And um, and then I ultimately I said, okay, well, let's throw stuff, try different stuff and see if it works. We're able to try this out. We have the ability to spend the money and something is going to work. Unfortunately, all those things we tried, we, the, the thing that grew the business most is just our traditional stuff. Most of that stuff we tried, but the, the upside to that is I learned, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work and that doesn't work. I spent all the money I can. I said, just keep on going, try stuff, try slightly different. I said, you have it, try it. And then they didn't work. So I knew quickly now, no one could tell me this is the way to do it. Unless they tell me we did it completely wrong. Yeah. I, I already threw everything I could at it and it didn't work. So um that, that's the risk that you got to take in order to learn quickly yeah. yeah and and this is solid advice for someone who's starting a business or new you know it's spending money you have to invest in your business and you and there's things that you're going to invest in that really work and there's things that you're going to invest in that don't but it's really just you know learning so um and that learning doesn't stop or shouldn't stop you should not stop learning professional development and investing in your business all of that stuff is really important uh, if you want to really stick around and, and, you know, be around providing your products or services for, for a really long time. So, um, so thank you for that. This has been great. Donville, tell us where, uh, where they can find you and we'll make sure that, um, you know, we share your information as well, but, you know, let everybody know where they can find you. Sure, sure. You can find me, um, you can visit our website, which is vcast.com and Spell it out, it's V-E-E-K-A-S-T, not a C, so it's a K, uh, V-E-E-K-A-S-T.com, or you can email me directly at donville at vcast.com, um, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook um, at vcast, or if you could find me on there directly too, I'm usually at Donville Collins, so. All right, yeah. awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Johnville. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for, uh, you know, sharing all of those uh, tidbits and, and your knowledge of, of having and running a successful business for 17 years. For those of you that are listening, thank you for uh, supporting our Coffee with Share podcast. Make sure you share with a friend and uh, make it a great day, everyone. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye.